Time to get reloaded. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. You see what Disney is suing? Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis. Sure is. Now, you, this is where F around meets find out. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. You saw what their lawyers did to you. Mm-hmm. When you and the reason you're attacking them, because they actually spoke out against your don't say gay bill. Yep. First off, you're getting your ass whipped by Donald Trump. Second, you sound like an idiot. And you eat pudding with your hands. Yes. <laughs> she said they told me I would get some dental work in exchange for being on the show. Well, she ended up being taken off the show before they were able to finish her teeth. The you better get some polygrip. I have a friend who has no front teeth, and I pay him to bite an apple from the side. Because <laughs> <laughs> when he bites in front of front, it's like a vampire just attacking that. <laughs> One in four people in the U.S. live with air pollution that can hurt their health. People of color are disproportionately affected. You know what else, too? Those big, um, I call them the, the the people with dresses, but they're the electrical things. They're always in urban neighborhoods, too. What are you talking about? People with you know, those, I don't know what they're called, those giant electrical things. They To me, they look like people. Yeah, they like people with dresses. You ever and looked at them? you to the Library of Congress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to celebrate. Tomorrow is Cinco de Mayo and Joey's birthday and Chris Brown's birthday, but really, Cinco de Mayo. Now, we ain't having a margarita for this. <laughs> Big George DeForma. His family was so poor, they ran after the garbage truck with a grocery list. I'm serious. It shows how he became a fighter and the most feared man in boxing. Then he loses to Muhammad Ali. He actually dies for a few minutes. Oh, by the way, DL, my home brother, you know I'm a warrior. I died for one whole day and I was born. You may say I cheated death, but I won fair and Square. Uh oh. <laughs> now it's time for the streaming movie review with Alibo, the streaming hack warrior. It is officially the footballing season. Yes. Sunday and the football go together like peanut butter in the jelly, like salt in your pepper. The best combo since all and right got together and made aight and serious. <laughs> it is the time men spend the day in their man caves and women should stay in their woman caves, which they call shopping centers. Uh-oh. You know, I cannot play this football. I am too much of a warrior. If I tackle a player, he will have an uncontrollable urge to thank me and then put the tackle on his highlight reel. <laughs> and my cheetah-like speed is in so insane, you know, my feet don't get blisters, but my shoes do. I'm serious. <laughs> Today's movie is about the warrior. The movie is The Equalizer 3. Starring Denzel de Washington. Yes, the great Denzel is back for the third installment of the Equalizer franchise. In this movie, Denzel finds himself at home in southern Italy. But he discovers his friends are under control of the local crime bosses. Oh. As events turn deadly, Denzel knows what he has to do. <laughs> what? Become his friend's protector. Oh. By taking on the mafia. And let me tell you, Dean, this is not the New York or your Chicago mafia. This is the real deal. Italy, Italia mafia. The body count is up there with the Rambo movie. I'm serious. And let me ask you this. Since when did Denzel become such a smooth killer? He used to be a smooth dresser in his movies. 
in this movie, he looks like my 60-year-old uncle that had a timeshare in Florida. <laughs> he dresses like a high school bully that refuses to grow up. I'm serious. He looks like he eats Vienna sausages straight from the can. I'm serious. <laughs> However, he is dressing. It works. This might be the best of the three movies. The plot and action are evenly paced, and the acting, well, it is Denzel. Uh-oh. I give this movie three handbags and two tickets to the 20 and 22 Super Bowl. And if you add this film while taking a selfie with Vladimir Putin, I will send you my new NFL Draft Warrior beer. My beer is like the woman of the night. It goes down easy. <laughs> this is Olivo, your hacking warrior, with the stream hacking movie review. Hamde selam, Stay safe and healthy. Hamne, hamne, ham. Now it's time to give a deserving someone the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. And now it's time for the Shoe Booty of the Week Award. Willard Smith is an American actor, rapper, and film producer. He has received multiple accolades, including an Academy Award, a BAFTA Award, and four Grammy Awards. We're all really impressed. As of 2023, his films have grossed over $9.3 billion globally, making him one of Hollywood's most bankable stars. So, why is Will Smith this week's recipient of the Shoe Booty of the Week Award? He's a sick person. Will Smith gets the shoe booty because he's the punk prince of Bel Air. This is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. The not-so-bad boy is acting like a ride-or-die chick and standing by his woman. Deep down in my heart, I still love you. The same woman who asked him to live in the shadow of Tupac. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Brought him on Red Table Talk on camera to tell him that she had an affair with their son's best friend. She even made him change the lingo. Will said an affair. She said an entanglement. What the fuck does that mean? Will went, okay, an entanglement. She still cheated on you, bro. Now someone needs to smack Will the way he smacked Chris Rock. What is the five fingers? Say to the face! He showed up at Jada's book signing event in Baltimore. She was promoting her book, Worthy. The book that pretty much drags Will. Got he! <laughs> During her speech, he walked on stage, grabbed the mic, and said, As I stand here before you today, I'm happier than I've ever been in my entire life. Man, this is some bullshit. He shared, I have achieved every single thing I have ever wanted in my entire life. Yeah, everything except a wife who actually loves you. Boom, roasted. A lot of people are blaming Jada, but she never lied. She was like Tupac. I did it. I own it. You know how I was before we got married. You can't hate the player. You have to hate the game. Can I get an amen? Will the kids are grown. Time for your Independence Day. Today, we celebrate our independence. 
Independence Day. If you keep getting dragged by Jada, your next film will be I Am Not Legend. Stop! He's already dead. And that's why the Shoe Booty of the Week award goes to Will Smith. Now here's a swift kick in the ass. Now here he is, the militant man Jamal Kingsley, right here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. Hello, my brothers and sisters. This is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man, here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. I was hungry the other day and decided to stop off and get a two-piece and a biscuit. So why is it the white meat combo costs more than the dark meat combo? There you go, overvaluing white over the dark. When everybody knows white is always tough and dry while the dark is juicy. Think about it, my brother. And why is it? At a wedding, the Bible is white. But at a funeral, the Bible is black. Do you think white represents a happy occasion while black represents death? Think about it, my brother. And why is it you drive on a parkway, yet you park on a driveway? I know that doesn't have any hidden racism, but I thought it was clever. Think about it, my brother. This is Jamal Kingsley, the militant man. And until next time, stay woke and think about it, my brother. Time to get reloaded. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Elaine, I want to apologize for me noticing your pearl necklace. What's wrong with my, what's wrong with my pearls? No, I Let's love them. No, you don't. Oh, no. I, I swear <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I think it's going over your head there. Yeah, it actually didn't go over your head. That's <laughs> <laughs> From the window <laughs> to the wall. Now, now right, Lane is aware of what she's wearing. And she was. <laughs> Happy birthday to Ralph Tresband. Everybody wants a dude who's sensitive to somebody break in. Uh, then you want them big lip boys from Bell Bill DeVoe. <laughs> Happy birthday to Megan Fox. The worst interview we've ever done. Pure the disdain. worst interview. Pure I remember it disdain. well. I swear to God, it was pure disdain. She's like, I'm sorry, I was napping. They should have <laughs> left her in Transformers. That's what it was. <laughs> Happy birthday, possibly, to Bill Paxson. I remembered him in Big Love. He was dope in Big Love. Happy birthday to Dennis Hopper. Remember when Dennis Hopper was getting divorced? He was on his deathbed, and his last wish was he signed his divorce paper. You know you're a trifling when a dude is dying in his lab breath is mine. <laughs> Three members of Congress sent a letter to the executive director of the U.S. Botanic Garden requesting them to display marijuana plants. If approved, it would be the first time that the Botanic Garden would display cannabis in its collection. Yes. Who's going to monitor that to make sure nobody picks it off? Don't worry about it. I got it covered. Don't worry about it. Me and Lucia take shit. Happy birthday to Sam Smith. That dude is weirded out. Jack. Did you see him performing and almost man. next to nothing for like a devil performance Jesus is what Christ. they were calling it? And him. a devil chin, too. Man. That dude is man. Yeah. Sam Smith, boy. Mm-hmm. He might have a great voice, but he got a buffet in his dressing room. Yeah. All the way out. <laughs> he came out of Golden Corral. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time to take a peek into Jasmine's diary. Woman, we have your diary, and we don't care if you're at MobileCon, at the Drury Inn, at the Jasmine <laughs> Experience, in the Boom Boom Room. <laughs> Just read the diary. Nosey. <laughs> to be at an event called MobileCon, but what I am doing right now is I am in an Uber on my way to my 
in town for a little while, thought I'd hit up a little hottie and see what he'd been doing. <laughs> and he sent an Uber for me, so you know, ooh, you know, she thinks she's cute. Anyway, I'm only gonna stay for about 10 minutes. But I guess if it takes longer than that, I probably shouldn't have gotten in the car in the first place. Anyway, my girlfriend called, she, she thinks this is a bad idea. You know, revisiting something that you left behind, but I figure, you know, just for old time's sake, I just want to stop in and say hi, and then I'm going to leave, I promise. That's all this is. I'm going to go in, and I'm going to come back out. That's it. Somebody check on me in about 15 minutes. Joining us on the program is a uh, young man who I've known for a very, very long time, one of my dearest friends. He's He has a lot in common with me. He's an author, too. <laughs> yeah. Please put your hands together for the one and only Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah, there hey, he is. That's my dog. That's my dog. What's that, baby? Now he got a barbecue show. He got a uh, you know yeah. syndicated. Uh, he got he has a, te- to- a uh, television show. He tours all the time. Let me ask you something. So you now have been in the entertainment industry because. You literally earn the moniker entertainer because you literally do it all. Um, I tell this story all the time. I've never met a, any person in this industry that nobody says anything bad about. I mean, one time he did this joke on Barbershop, right? And and I'm not going to say who it was, but got so mad at him. They got so mad at him. They was calling him a ghetto and all that kind of stuff, and I went on the and I went on the blogs and said some stuff under a different name just because I wanted him to have a lot of bad people. <laughs> and he ain't worth a damn. I like posting because <laughs> I wanted him. To, I wanted him to feel what it's like to be hated. <laughs> yes, yes. I actually did that. I was like, man, he. You're right. Said ain't worth a damn. But <laughs> he never has anything. It's even... Man, our 30 year friendship, 30 year friendship. <laughs> this is so true about DL, man. He all be like, man, why do everybody like you? I don't know. <laughs> right. That's what that's what pisses me off. I want to take video of the real him. <laughs> like, like I'm like, oh, you think, oh, he's a sweet guy, or oh, that guy right there? Um, the the strike, the strike. Um, because I know that you, 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 in your sixth season, going into your sixth season, which I don't know if, yeah. if I've ever, that's very rare for anybody to do sixth season. Um, yeah. do you think, um, the strike will affect your, the creative process for you? Or do you think that you guys are just stocking stories and getting ready? Or what is that kind of, because it's, it's, it's inhibited every part of the industry. And I, and I'm just wondering yeah. creatively, you think that you're going to be yeah, able to... Yeah, you know, to, I mean, it, it already has, man. You know, the thing about, you know, where I am in my career, I love, you know, doing the neighborhood and really happy that we've, uh, you know, had a show that made a successful run. But, you know, I started to think of other shows and we've had, we've had, you know, great success developing for other people. And, right, you know, so and I was getting ready to introduce, you know, I mean, one, Johnson's We Love, you know, which is a part of the show you, you rock with yeah. us on and it's yeah, a show that yes. we produce. And then, you know, we were developing things. I got other things with others, you know, good friends of mine that we were developing TV shows. And so without being able to, you know, go to work, uh, you know, I've definitely been stifled. And, you know, but, you know, this book has been a great outlet, you know, in the sense that it's beyond that. You know, and that's something I learned from you, man. You've always been super diverse. And, of course, you know, you come off way more 
uh, intellectual than I do, but you know, the, I think. In, say that again, say it. They didn't hear about. you. I just I, I, we were cutting out. Say that again, say it. Say that. I think come, come off as way more. <laughs> <laughs> See, that is the dirty yeah. shit I know. That's the one <laughs> that kicks you know, kids. You didn't know that though, did you? Did you? <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that you do diversify yourself in so many ways, and man, you you always, uh, you know, you know, that's something I think that most of us, you know, that we came from our era, we just try to keep the balls in the air, man. You know, right. no pun intended, but we just try to, <laughs> you know, we we just try to stay busy. And I think that you know, uh, uh, you know, tapping into every part of my ability to entertain and create. It's something that I, you know, that I do naturally, and I and I, you know, and I take great pride in that. So, um, and nobody you know, works harder than I, you. I, you you work like one of the things you work hard. Like we, I remember one time we did on my last birthday, we did the neighborhood. Um, then you went and do something else. Then you came and did the we flew and do Johnson. Then you flew to do something else. You're like the only dude I know who or I go wow I'm I'm tired looking at his schedule. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like wow this dude works hard. Yeah, man, you know, and I, I mean, I do. I look at these as great opportunities. I mean, you know, again, same thing. You Nobody nobody works harder than you, DL. Everybody knows, like, you are, are a road warrior, a go-getter at all times. And at the same time, I had to force, people don't know this, I had to force you to take vacations. Uh, <laughs> our wives are good friends, and we will, and when they, they want to hang out and do stuff, and, and, and be like, you know DLA coming. I said, let me call her. And I'll be like, hey, be like ah, you know, you know me, I'm in Schenectady. You know, I, got, I got a gig. I got a gig in Schenectady, New York. Man, I'm sorry. <laughs> Who goes yeah, but, Schenectady, but, man? Stop. But you've never been to Schenectady in the spring, though. That's what you miss it out. See, that's that. I would think you would have a more refined palate than that. But I see. <laughs> so flipping boss cards is out now, right? Yes, sir. It's out today, man. Everybody go get it wherever books are sold. Right. You know, uh, Amazon, HarperCollins, and Amistad Books, as well as uh, you know, everywhere books are sold, and the audio book is out as well. I love you, man. Chasing uh, flipping boxcars available now. Please check it out, man. Let's make him a New York Times bestseller. I mean, I love you, man. I'll holler at you in a bit. All right, dog. I don't. Uh huh. He said, "What up, (laughs) (laughs) baby boy?" Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Economics, Ujama, determination, Kuji Chakulia, creativity, Kuumba. Then add the faith, yo, and that's Kwanzaa, a piece of Africa and America. The seven candles are called Mishuma, not Christmas, not Hanukkah. Let's have the whole family over, move the furniture, got enough food for all of y'all. Let's talk about doing something, gotta improve, can't just do nothing. Either we learning or we stuck here tomorrow. Kids get presents, calls a YD, pull together a Ron B. I'm ready to do it, ready to learn, ready to earn. Candles are ready. Yeah, yeah, ready to burn. Let's get it on. Kwanzaa, what's up? Black Pride, all right. Well, all right. And Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa lasts for seven nights. You 
down. I'm down. You black. I'm black. Me too. Well, life don't come out tonight. Kwanzaa. It's cool. For me. And you. All right. We show our culture pride. Kwanzaa. It's cool. For me. And you. Well, all right. We show our culture pride. Time to get reloaded. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. If you want to find out those lost text messages, get a black woman to look for. I'm telling you. I would cover your attempt to overthrow the government on the 6th. But who was this bitch on the night? Who is she? You can get the text that tell you whether it was on the Secret Service mind, what Donald Trump was thinking, the threat to Mike Pence, and this bitch's address. You get all of that. Sesame Street is curbing the hell out of black kids. I'm not going to be taking that from somebody living in a trash can. I know that. You ain't gonna and you know, Sesame Street was for black kids to yep. increase. Black yeah, and brown was, kids, yeah. But, right, but it was all started by a black guy. Of course. Yeah. So now, you know what it is? Sesame Street is gentrified. They try. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt that the black church plays to black women. Yeah, but I also think the reason why the church probably does that is because it is comprised mostly of black women, so you always cater to your That's audience. That's what I was saying. That's right? what I was just going to say that. But you cut me off being a black woman, and I was going to say something <laughs> about black women. So <laughs> <laughs> this abortion thing's getting out of control. Long out of control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they don't want men to have rubbers. Yeah, they can't too. stop you from pulling out, though. Yeah, but I mean... I mean, that's about, next. But the, the, Stay yeah. in there! <laughs> One of the best in the business is joining us. Don't mess with Bill. Bill Bellamy, that is. What's up? What's up, young man? How you doing? Hey, bro, I'm good, man. I just glad to be able to jump on with you to catch you up on things of the festivities. You know, I see you traveling the world with yeah. your big ass dog. And oh, stop it. Stop you. it. He is a I big mean, dog. I, I ain't got no dog. I got a cat. It ain't the same. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you can't, your, dog, your, dog, your cat can't protect your room like that. No, you know it can't. It can't at all. <laughs> at all. Um, so you got a lot of stuff going on, right? So it, it's interesting because um, I, I know you have a, a special coming out, and I just saw clips of it on on um, on Instagram. And it's very funny because the bill that I, you know, that we grew up seeing is so much different than the bill we know now. I think there's still, you you, you resemble each other in, 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 from a comedic standpoint, but you're so different than you were before. Why? Yeah, I think because, you know, I've grown up, you know, and I've, I've experienced life in a full, full throttle way, you know, It'll be 30 years in the game um, right. next year. So you got to figure where we started, where we are now, our families, our careers. We've done so many more things that add to our stand-up and our perspective. So I think this is the best part of me, to be honest. You know what I mean? I could speak on so many different levels. You know, when I first came in the game, all I was talking about was booty calls and picking up chicks. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just saw I, Love Jones, and I hated you in that character. Yeah. I hated that character. I had no idea the depth <laughs> that life would give me, you know, moving right. forward. So I'm blessed to be able to have a comedy special that I speak that I think speaks for everybody. It's one of those, you know, iconic I want my life back feelings. Like it's just about life and like wanting to have fun again and you know, the COVID kinda stole a lot of our fun. You know, we yeah. going out, we're doing this, we're doing that. So I wrote a right. lot of jokes in that world that have been resonating with people. And then um I got my new podcast that just dropped last week. So that's joint is buzzing like we got podcasts of the week last week so that was I saw congratulations yeah, I saw yeah. and I'm, you know you told me to get in this game a long time ago but yes. I was kind of nervous on how I could make it work with my career but 
I think the podcast gives me a lot of freedom to, um, you know, do my interviews the way I want to do them. I can do them when I want to do them. And then I'm getting all these really good people that want to tell their story. Like, you know, now people feel a little more comfortable after COVID to come out and kick it and be like, yo, I got something I want to say. And I'll try to capture those moments. So we, we film them. We film them in Hollywood, right on Hollywood Boulevard. Right. Then, so you you can hear it. You can hear the interviews right now on Spotify, Apple Music, all the platforms. What's the name of the podcast? It's called Top Billing with Bill Bellamy. Oh. Billing. Milk is chilling. What more yeah. can I say? Top Billing. <laughs> says, see, there it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. I can't wait to see what you do next. So you got the podcast, Top Billing with Bill Bellamy. What's the name of the special? It's called I Want My Life. Well, you should have thought of that before you start having kids, but now you're never getting back. <laughs> so thought of that. And then, and then the book, what is called? What is called? And the book will be also called Top Billing: The Stories of Life of Bill Bellamy. It's crazy. It's all man. I can't wait to see it, man. I can't wait to, from from MTV VJ now to just a comedy star and a and a grumpy old dude now. It's all the same. Old, man. Man. <laughs> there he is. Always good to see you. Stay up, man. All right, baby. Love y'all. Peace. Love you back. All right. Take care. Now it's time for what you need to know with a word from my sponsor, Sybil Wilkes. <laughs> it's Sybil Wilkes with what you need to know. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, and the White House Homeland Security Advisor Liz Sherwood Randall traveled to Mexico City Wednesday to meet with Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador to discuss ever-expanding numbers of migrants crossing into the United States. Simultaneously, a caravan of an estimated 8,000 migrants are making their way through Mexico to the Texas border. In 2023, generative AI chatbots like ChatGPT and BARD sparked global interest in AI. Experts say the best is yet to come with AI evolving in the workplace to empower knowledge workers. In 2024, AI agents will do more than chat and generate information. They'll get things done for you, like making reservations and travel plans. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered. Time to get reloaded. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Did they have to score the Black Family? What? Hey, 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 Kyle. Stop jumping your happy ass on the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who destroyed the Black Family, but I know you destroyed my show. Hush! (laughs) (laughs) All right. Happy birthday to the one and only Morgan Freeman. I've never seen Morgan Freeman young. Morgan Freeman was driving Miss Daisy when he was on Social Security. <laughs> Morgan Freeman, so he played God, and God was like, damn. <laughs> Couldn't find nobody younger? <laughs> Happy birthday, possibly, of course, to uh, Martha Washington. Um, oh, that's the one that everybody thought from CNC Music Factory. They didn't realize that was her singing that song. No, baby. that's no. She's, This is 1731. The flag. Oh, no. So were. She, yeah, she made the flag. Yeah. Well, she actually Somebody. designed the flag, but I'm sure. No, that's Betsy open. Ross. Martha Washington is George's wife. Well, if, if, if they're not going to let me learn my history, I won't learn theirs. That's the way it goes. <laughs> I, whoever, they need, whoever been the body that ass, they got y'all walk around looking like Sojourner Truth. Every time I see somebody with a bottle, I want pancakes so bad. I can't even no. tell you what it is. <laughs> I ain't scared to go to court. I ain't. I'm four and one. The only time I didn't win, I didn't hire a lawyer. I thought I could go by myself. 
I was actually arguing my case in front of the judge. I said, Mr. Your Honor. <laughs> and he took three weeks to rule. He said, the only reason I didn't rule for you because nothing you cited was legal precedent. It took three weeks. I fought him to a standstill. <laughs> but I ended up giving that that money. <laughs> Welcome to the show, a woman. I'm very, very excited to get uh, to get a chance to talk to. Please put your hands together for uh, K. Michelle. How are you, sweetheart? I'm good. I'm good. I'm chilling. You are very interesting to me. Do you know why? Because I've seen like there's the old adage: if life give you lemons, you make lemonade. But you, yes. if life uh, gave you a bot surgery, you made Emmys out of it. That's the ultimate <laughs> turn of the table. <laughs> That's the ultimate turn of the table. <laughs> It's it's yes. really interesting because no I I don't think that most uh, women are most people are that transparent uh, especially okay. about something that goes wrong and then not only did you were you transparent about it you took it as a way to help as a call to action which I find very interesting yeah I mean yeah. happens man yeah um yeah. I mean you decide to get surgery you do what you do it's all part of it like I've always been one hundred about everything going on with me whether sure. it's been Good or bad. Right. So you, your new album is titled "I'm the Problem." So, so that's a, that's an interesting title. Is that is that self-explanatory? Should I understand what that means? No, I mean it can take it like I'm the problem. I always, I'm always the problem. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. Someone could like <laughs> literally go and sleep with my dude or something. They still gonna say I was the problem. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just gonna be the villain in this industry, and that's it. Wow. It just is what it is. So I don't really care. I mean, I'm gonna be what you think about me, but I'm gonna be who I know I am when I get home. Mm-hmm. And so this is this is uh, your how, what what album is this? Your fifth, fourth? What is this? I don't even know. I think so much. I think it's my sixth album. Damn it, Kim! You gotta know something now. You don't know what you can't know the name of the song. Can't know the name of the video. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> but I, um, this yes, my sixth album. I do. I make a lot of albums in between, so I just make music. I really don't kind of sell them and all of that, you know. Do you write most of the stuff you perform? Well, yeah, I write with a lot of people. Um, I knew I usually get in the group. I kind of do like jam sessions. It's been like that my right. whole life. And right. um, I've always got people around. We've always ate good, drank good. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's I, 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 the main music. Yeah, that's how you either either that or you 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 either create something or avoid a DUI one way or the other. Um, do you um this song Scooch? Tell me about that. <laughs> um, Scooch is um it's just a record. I you know I know my mama would always say, "Girl, Scooch over, move yeah, yeah, over." For sure. For sure. Like school. Yeah. So I wanted to do something feel good before, um, you know, this is my last RV album. So I wanted to do something super feel good. So I wanted to do something that people can kind of two-step, people could feel happy about, you know, before we get into like the deep, all heartbreak records, right. you know, I do and everything. I finally wanted to do something that was, you know... Let me get and my that's exactly. Let me get my person, and let's have and, a good time. You know. And I think Scooch is something you can't describe, but when you see it, you know exactly what it is. Like no one, like I don't even know how you yeah. make a word up called Scooch because once you see what it is, you go, "That's it. <laughs> that's, that's what I would call yeah. it, Scooch." You, yes, you should be in the dictionary. Yes. Uh-huh. Kay Michelle, her new album is titled "I'm the Problem." There's gonna be a Scooch, which is a song I really dig. You can catch her on a Lifetime reality show, My Killer. Body with K. Michelle. You're a dope little woman, man. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. 
Thank you so much. Y'all have All a right. good day. I am so All right. Now, scoot you on your way to make another song. I'm going to this video that I won't tell you about. Bye. Right, baby girl. Bye-bye. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. This is the D.L. Hughley Show, and we're sending you vibes of joy, prosperity, and good times as we welcome 2024. Thank you for being a part of our journey. Here's to a fantastic year ahead from the D.L. Hughley Show. This is the D.L. Hughley Show, and we're sending you vibes of joy, prosperity, and good times as we welcome 2024. Thank you for being a part of our journey. Here's to a fantastic year ahead from the D.L. Hughley Show. Now it's time for the streaming movie review with Alibo, the streaming hack warrior. What's that, Alibo? It is the fall, and there is so much sports action happening. You have the NFL, college football, the basketball playoffs, and soon, college in the NBA basketball. It is a sports lover's dream. And you know, dear my own brother, I am a warrior. I refuse to dream. One time I punched a man in my dream and he woke it up with a black eye. I'm serious. <laughs> I had a nightmare once and I scared it so bad it became a daydream. I'm serious. <laughs> Today's movie is a dream for everyone who likes action movies. The movie is The Expendables 4, starring Sylvester Stallone and The 50 Cent. Yes, most of the usual old action stars are back for the fourth movie in this franchise. In this latest bomber palooza, armed with every weapon they can get in their hands on, the Expendables are the world's last line of defense in the team that gets called when all the other options are off the table. They have all the weapons and they use them all to the end. Guns, the bombs, the knives, and rocket launcher. <laughs> they are more explosive than an Al Qaeda family reunion. I'm serious. <laughs> Who cares? People come to these movies for the action. Sylvester Dissalone is 77 years old and still killing it. But, dear mom, brother, I have to say, he has had so many facelifts, his eyebrows look like he's surprising himself when he talks. <laughs> he walks and talks like the creepy high school custodian. I'm serious. His face looks like it belongs on a totem pole or a tiki mask. Uh-oh. With all that said, I give this movie three handbags and a matching beret because it is a great action movie. And if you add this film, when the hen breaks the wind, I will send you my new Pepto-Beast Marquis for upset stomachs. I, I got what you need. <laughs> you can give it to your friends. You can give it to your friends. This is Alibo, your hacking warrior, with the stream hacking movie review. Stay safe and healthy. Omni, Omni,
Ponds of snow. On the next D.L. Hughley Show, we'll give you more of the D.L. Hughley Show Reloaded with some of the funniest moments from the show. You know what's going down on the D.L. Hughley Show.